Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. We made it. We did it. 100th episode. 100 episodes, everybody. Uh, Wow. Uh, Does not seem like that many. Um, uh, I I honestly thought we were going to run out of movies by now. (laughs) (laughs) And then we started to get creative with our arguments. Yeah. <laughs> we did the sharks from Jaws yeah, last did week. You, did you check out Jaws? Did you hear about Jaws? Uh, guys, this week we are covering Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And like, I feel, before we get too far into it, I, I feel like it's kind of fitting for us to cover this for our 100th episode because uh, Infinity War was one of the first first ones we released that was like the first batch of three episodes that we recorded i think it's our shortest episode to date uh i were still figuring it out (laughs) that's that's what i was gonna say i I think it'd be fair to say that we were still figuring it out i feel like we've come a long way in terms of what this podcast is and uh just kind of our comfort with it and stuff so i felt like really fitting to kind of revisit um Thanos as a villain. Yeah, and we were gonna we we were going to do this for Comic Con, <laughs> so we thought, yeah. let's let let's treat ourselves. Let's treat ourselves to a nice Avengers episode. Yeah, um, I don't think we should recap the plot to this because I. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the episode can't be two hours. Like we yeah. just simply cannot. Uh, we, we're sitting here recounting ten years of uh, of MCU thing. Because, like, I, I, let's be honest, guys. If this is episode one hundred for you, uh, and you clicked on this, never having watched Avengers Endgame, uh, you you got some catching up to do. I yeah, think. Yeah, you got to tuck the, out of this. You got to take a, <laughs> hit a pause, man. You got to. <laughs> You had to go check this shit out. <laughs> Thank you for celebrating with us, but uh, man, uh, yeah, I'm excited to do this one. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm going to be honest with our list. I watched this today, and <laughs> I watched this today. <laughs> what happened as, with- as you're listening, not as we're recording, yeah. Rebecca is. <laughs> It's a time heist situation. Time heist, uh, yes. We're time heisting. Yes, yes, yes. Um which I love, by the way. Time Heist is my favorite. I love that so much as a concept. Um, what was my point? <laughs> oh, my that you watched it today. That and it was actually, again, a sin. I admit a sin. Uh, had not watched it prior to today. What? <laughs> yes. And here's why. Because this is what happened with my sad ass. Okay. <laughs> I, I wa- obviously, we watched Infinity War, watched it when it came out, pretty much, what have you. And I can't remember what happened when Endgame was released, but I was like, I was tight. I was really tight on time for a couple weeks, and I couldn't, I just couldn't get to the theater to see it. And I ended up watching Homecoming. For an episode of this, yeah. 
like I, I watched Homecoming and it spoiled everything. And then I was like, well, I was in no rush after that to go watch it. Oh, and sorry. Far it, from home. Far from far home. From home. This, sorry. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Far from home. Pardon me. Uh, far from home. I watched far from home. Spoiler city. I keep like, the, and it's literally the first five minutes of the film. I was sitting alone in a movie theater going, no, no. Like, I'm just like, no, like, just by myself having a crisis because I did didn't know any of this. And of course, of course they would line it all up like that, but I just didn't, you know what I mean? I'm not putting that together in my head for whatever freaking reason. And it just got spoiled for me. And then I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. And then when I watched it today, I was like, I shouldn't have put this off. It's so good. Yeah. It, it plays. It uh, plays, man. And it, it's one of the, one of the few movies that are three hours long where I'm like, I wouldn't cut it down. Yeah. And it's also, I agree a hundred percent. Like it actually kind of moves for like, mm-hmm. you know, like I ate dinner, I put it on. I was like, I'm ready for to do like three hours of this and all the rest. So I was like, Oh yeah. Like none of this, I would necessarily cut. Um, Never got bored, but it, it also felt like what, um, what season eight of game of Thrones was supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're yep. putting a bow on all this shit. Okay. But, we, We've got character development. We know what's going. You know what I mean. This is this is your reward for the previous twenty one movies or whatever. That's it what was. I'm trying to say exactly. War- yes. Yeah, which is another reason why you shouldn't just watch this movie. Like I, I almost feel like you can't. Oh if you- no point. No, no point. point. Go back. Watch some of this shit. Yeah, um, maybe you don't need to do all of it, but certainly probably the Iron Man's, a couple Thor's for sure. Um, Thor's so good. They're all great. Like honestly, I, I couldn't. I, I I couldn't pick out a movie that I would be like, definitely don't watch that one. I'm not saying they're all phenomenal. I'm just saying I wouldn't pick one out and be like, fuck that one. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, I guess there's probably a list somewhere on the internet being like the essential viewing for what you need to know in order to understand mm. Endgame. Um, but yeah, it's tough. And it's funny that you brought up uh, Game of Thrones because I was actually thinking about this uh, for my scale like you know our <laughs> rate yes. the villain scale and I was thinking of a sticking a landing scale because <laughs> I think that this is which I didn't go with obviously because uh, I wouldn't spoil it at the beginning of the episode but like I think this is one of the only long buildups that's actually stuck the landing Game of Thrones certainly not uh, Battlestar Galactica was another one for me that did not stick its landing Um I'm hard pressed to think of any TV or movie series. Star Wars, certainly not. Uh, <laughs> that stuck the landing, and I think this is this is I think the rare exception. It's good, yeah. It's got it's got the right amount of charm to it. It's got good. It's like the dialogue's good. It's got good writing. The plot line moves along. I was never bored watching it, and it only made me want to watch the previous movies more. Like, I was like, oh, I was trying to, like, literally start planning some sort of mini marathon in my head of, like, okay, like, could I do it over, like, two weeks or something and watch all of these again? Because it just reminded me how much I loved all of the, like, uh, original movies as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a weirdly nostalgic thing for me was watching this. I was reminded of how fun it was before this movie came out trying to figure out what was going to happen. Like, I don't know if you were involved in that speculation at all or not, being like, what's going to happen after Infinity War? Like, how are they going to resolve this? Even after Ant-Man and the Wasp came out, right? Where, like, Scott's in the the quantum realm uh, and all these things. And I was just like, it's funny now that I know how it ends because yeah. so much of 
you know, random conversations, you know, between friends and stuff like that was uh, occupied by by talking about what do you think is going to happen in Endgame or how they're going to fix it and all the rest. So, yeah, it was just a it was a fun rewatch for sure. So, uh, now, before we dive into the villain too much, I had one question because there is there is sincerely like so many like hero. There's so many heroes in this movie, right? If you were in the sense of like like which Sex in the City character would you think you are? Oh. Fun fluff question. <laughs> <laughs> which character do you think you are? I I was thinking about this. How did I know this question was going to come? I, I don't know because you know me, Craig. You know me well now. You know I'm going to ask the hard question. <laughs> Okay, uh, I feel like I might catch a lot of flack for this. Ooh, okay. uh, I don't know. I'm going to say I'm uh, Ant-Man. I think I'm Scott Lang. Honestly, that, that, I think that tracks. I think that works. Yeah, yes, uh, sarcastic. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of knows what's up, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how about you? What do you think you are? I have a problem knowing who I am, I think. Um... I was think I was veering the. Do you have one in mind for me? Because <laughs> I want to see two. Two have popped up in my head just okay. now as as we say it, and I'll say why after you give okay. me the. So after watching, I I would say who I identify maybe most uh, is Star Lord. <laughs> Honestly. Oh okay, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's kind a solid a one. It, well, only because, and maybe this is just like beat, but that whole scene where he's dancing up and he's got the little headphones on and he's like literally like kicking those little lizards and he's like, okay, I'm going to go get this thing. I'm like, I've done that in my house. <laughs> so many times. You know what I mean? Like I'm just doing weird shit in my house like that. I'm like, I feel like when this person's alone, it's very similar to when I'm alone. <laughs> yeah, you're Star-Lord for sure. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I was like, you, you, you definitely have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy energy uh, mm-hmm. for for the most. Um, I was gonna go with uh, um, the Hulk just because, like, because you fucking go off sometimes. <laughs> like that's the that's the only reason. Oh my god, I love that so much. Thank you. <laughs> but you're right, Star. You're you're absolutely Star Lord. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, good point. Good point. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, th- I gotta be honest. I think it's way funner to play that game with your friends than like any of the other character universes. There's so many people and there's so many different characters that it's just so much of a funner game. Yeah, it is. And uh, the other thing, great thing about Star Lord, uh, I get to hang out with raccoons, which um, regular listeners will know uh, is apparently our uh, trademark. Now <laughs> we did a villains podcast, and everyone thinks we talk about raccoons all the time because I mean, they're they're not. Wrong though, either. <laughs> Fucking r- Raccoon City, baby. That's us. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna start recording the raccoons in my neighborhood. I think, and start yeah. streaming together some some creative videos. Uh, the the second bonus episode of the podcast will just be. Re- <laughs> oh my god, raccoon review! A hundred percent. I want to do that. Yes. We're doing that anyway. All right. Gonna, we're going to do that next, but that's going to be like a third bonus episode. <laughs> the raccoon review with Craig and Rebecca. We're going to put that out. I'm, oh, I really good. like that. Uh, so probably uh, we should probably get to the main villain of <laughs> the point of the podcast. Uh, 
Who's the villain in this, Rebecca? Oh, we're talking Thanos today. Thanos. Now, okay, I'm going to give you my read, and we'll see where you're at, okay? Not that, okay, because it's hard for me because I'm a human being, right? (laughs) Like, it's it's immediately hard for me to separate, okay? At no point in this movie am I rooting for Thanos to win, okay? But... Mm -hmm. There are several times in this movie where they make a really good point in his favor. And I we're going to I go over that over the course of this podcast. But I think there's some really main pockets where you're like, you can really see his point where where he loses me is just at the end. Okay, where he really loses me is at the end where he goes, okay, I'm going to create a new uh, I'm going to kill everything and we're going to create a new universe. And I'm like. Okay, well, that really sounds like to me we're just going to get into some sort of cyclical problem. Okay, because it just sounds like this is going to happen again. You know what I mean? You're not really solving any problems by doing that. Yeah, I I will say the reset seems more um, sympathetic to me. Like, it seems like that's a better idea where you just go, because literally his, his wish or whatever for the Infinity Stones at the end of this, uh, at the end of Endgame, is I want to create the perfect universe where everything is totally imbalanced and there's no suffering. Is essentially his his thing. Mm-hmm. I've, at the end of Infinity War, his thing is I want to create a balanced universe where there's no suffering, but there's suffering because of what's been lost. So he goes, and that I think is a very admirable quality. Uh, compared to who we have previously established is the true villain of this movie and every other MCU movie up to this point, Tony Stark, uh, (laughs) who refuses to learn his lesson and keeps doubling down on the same strategy. Thanos, at least, is uh, modifying his attack at the end. And that's where I'm going to come from in terms of my defense of Thanos, which is, is some of the shit he does bad? Yes, but he's uh, worthy of praise simply because he is the only one to have killed Tony Stark, the <laughs> villain of the MCU. Yeah, keep writing down Tor- Tony Stark. In my notes, I call him W.E. for war enthusiast. Like, that's literally <laughs> how I refer to him in my notes. So this war enthusiast. <laughs> Fox, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanos has, there. there's one point in the movie, and it's such... Anything I really like that are, like, uh, I think points in his favor are really just very quietly dropped throughout. One of the one of the bigger ones is that the uh, whales have returned. Like, this, uh, this concept mm. of, like, nature is starting to heal itself, the water's cleaner, this sort of thing. And you go, okay, well, then that... That can't be that bad of a thing, right? Like, <laughs> now here's something that I uh, I was unsure on, and I think it is kind of addressed because all of a sudden there's like more birds when there wasn't, and they're like, we think it worked. Does he he also snaps out half of the animal population? I would think so. Yeah, because. So- that's what that, uh, you lose me a bit there because I'm like we already did that Thanos we took care of it baby girl we're like we're we're well on that one so you probably didn't need to cut that in half yeah I feel like cutting everybody in half is a bit of a uh, it's a quick way to say like I, I I like the language of bringing it back into balance a little more mm-hmm. uh, because like literally okay if you've got the if if you have 
um, the ecosystem at 100% capacity, right? And you cut it in half. You cut the food in half, you cut the resources in half, and you cut the population in half. That doesn't relieve anything. You're just at 100% again. You're, you're half as many things, but at 100% capacity. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I believe that it's probably 50% of uh, sentient life, but probably mm-hmm. some various scale of other life. Because like, you cutting the algae in half? Like, are you, you know? Uh, I, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Like, where's the, yeah. Although we're maybe getting maybe, too technical. <laughs> yeah, maybe they weren't like, <laughs> you know, Thanos' dream board or whatever being like, <laughs> yeah. At, let Y equal number of amoebas. Uh, therefore, um, although, and I'm just spitballing here right now, if you cut everything in half uh, five years ago, uh, anything with a faster reproductive um, speed would repopulate quicker. So like if oh, you cut yeah, the, the number of bacteria in half. deer population would be booming. What's that? I said the deer population would be booming. Oh, you kidding me? Oh, the fucking deer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking deer. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Tony okay. Stark for me. So here's... Here's where um, I think we've got a couple of points in Thanos's favor. First of all, if it was um, if it was for his personal like favor, you know what I mean? Like if it was for him or he had selfish motivations, he would have made sure that all of the Avengers were snapped. Okay, it truly was an absolutely random act in that sense. Yes. Okay, it was absolutely random. Could have been. Could have been anybody. Could have been could anybody have been anywhere. Could have been, yeah. I don't know if that's exact, but then they show up, okay, and he's like, I destroyed them so that we can't, you know what I mean? This is the reset. I destroyed them so it can't cause, so nobody else can do anything with them. Yeah, he he's actually got a great line, which is, uh, the universe has uh, needed correction, and now these stones have no purpose but temptation. And you go like, hoof. Valid. Okay, great, great point. And then does not seem to mind, because, like, he he is convinced this is his destiny and is fine to be murdered, basically, in that scene. He knows, yeah, he sees that he's going to be murdered. He's just, he's, and he's... Well, no, but uh, oh, even, even, even when it's beginning. occurring, we even, yeah, right at the beginning, even when it's occurring, he immediately accepts that as his reality. He's like, yep, okay, well, I did what I was supposed to do, so that's fine. Okay, like, I've carried out my mission. Um, and then when he re-sees it, uh, it he, he even reaffirms it. He goes, it, it's, it's my destiny. Like, that is what is supposed to happen. Like, he's not even, he doesn't even blink. And watching his own head get chopped off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I just think if he was, um, if it was, if his sole purpose was for evil, you wouldn't make it random. You wouldn't make it just like a half. You know what I mean? Just that half snap. Like it's, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's almost like having to reset something or like figure out like. There's only so much that the universe can support, and therefore, this is the difficult decision that has to be made. And the other, the other point you brought up, where it's like it's clearly not for his power because he stops. 
Like not only does he destroy it, but like he decides I'm not going to be, I'm not a warlord anymore. All this power that I've uh, accumulated with these warships and these armies and everything like that, that's it. It's done. I'm going to this little cottage and I've retired, which is exactly what we said in our infinity war episode, right? We're like, well, you know, he's done and he's going to that thing fully expecting that. I guess he would come back from that or something, but he Mm -hmm. doesn't. It's just, he's laid down the sword mission accomplished. I'm going to live a, I've turned from warlord into a calm, peaceful guy. Who's just going to die in a small cottage somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm in a sack. (laughs) Yeah. I've got, I've got a large sack on. I don't know what kind of sack that would have been, but yeah. Okay. He does not look like he's in, he's living the life. Okay. And if you have that kind of power, like he could have easily been like, okay, now I am the ruler of the universe. Yeah. But he doesn't want that. And, doesn't and contrast that to Tony Stark who uh, he, Tony goes through something similar where he, he suffers this loss right at the hands of Thanos. He, he goes back to his little cottage on a lake somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Settles down with his family, but can't fucking let it go. Kenny. It's like he's he's not he's not satisfied of what he's accomplished. He's got to double down again on this whole uh, this whole thing. He's got to do what Tony Stark has always done, which is bigger weapons, more technology, uh, which has up to this point served no other purpose but to fuck over things down the line. Yeah. I absolutely agree. There's something very telling. I wrote down this quote because this was one of the most, to me, one of the most important quotes of the movie. And uh, it's his dad that says it. His dad, Ah, while they're in the, yeah. Uh, (laughs) When he's describing himself and like kind of like why he doesn't think he's a great person is uh, the greater good has rarely outweighed my own self-interest. And that's supposed to, I think, that's really supposed to be um, telling to that's supposed to be a moment where we're like looking at Iron Man and going, okay, like he has to learn how to like either like uh, a way for his own sacrifice. Like he has to make a sacrifice for the greater good. It's foreshadowing. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It's foreshadowing, but you know what else that perfectly applies to Tony Stark to all of the Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) They miss the people that they love instead of going, okay, well, the oceans are cleaner now. Wildlife's coming back. We can rebound from this. They're unwilling to get past that. And they need their own. It's, it, it's literally for their own self-interest. Yeah. Yeah. One could argue that at this point, the thing, the best thing that you could do for the greater good. Don't get me wrong. I think everybody in the universe has uh, suffered a horrible tragedy. Uh, the the consequences of which would be uh, crippling. Um, but one could argue that the greater good is served by moving on, yeah. healing. You know, uh, what can we do from here? Um, Instead, you use time travel, which uh, I'm going to say, kind of cheating. Kind of cheating. Time heist. It's the time heist. I fucking love time heist so much. Yeah? That was your... You were there uh, for that? Yeah. Really like that. Love time heist. Love dad bod Thor. Loved so many pockets of this movie. 
Uh, I did. Uh, speaking of dad bod Thor, I did find it a little mean. Um, and I read some things about that because we actually called that on our uh, Thor episode, our Loki episode. Uh, we joked about how funny it would be as if he just like carb loaded and like mm-hmm. let himself go. But I've since read a lot of things where like that's really kind of mean and body shaming and all the rest. And I was like, yeah, on second view, by the way, this is only my second view of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, it does come across real mean. Ah, that is a good point. You yeah. Know what? It, it just never registered to me as that. Um, maybe because I'm, I'm not on the end of that a lot. You know what I mean? Like that's not something yeah. that is thrown at me very much. Um, and that it, it just seemed more like he was, he was kind of in a hole. You know what I mean? Like they, I, I thought they were in my mind, they were more like making fun of like, he's like, all he does is drink beer. Like he's just like, let his life go. But now that you're saying it in that way, I could see how absolutely that's not the case. Yeah. And the point to, to further that point, what I would say is like, it's very clear that uh, Thor has endured probably the worst of any of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like literally at the, the lead up right before Endgame is all of Asgard being destroyed. Uh, Thanos attacks their refugee ships, killing most of the Asgardians. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother has died. Uh, and like, I think we mentioned this in our Thor episode, but like he lives for thousands of years. All of this has basically happened within a month for him. All of the MCU happens really quick for him. So to laugh at a guy who's literally like lost everything, uh, hitting rock bottom, clearly being traumatized, uh, turning to booze and then, I do think the movie handles it like you don't, you're not in the mental place to do the snap. We can't let Thor do that. Mm-hmm. Like he's not well enough to do it, but to, to quip at him, like you're what you're full of cream cheese or like, oh, what's it, it was like? Cheese whiz. Yeah. Your veins yeah, yeah. are like full of cheese whiz or something like that. And like his mom's like eat a salad. You're like, everybody needs to f- fucking stop it with that shit. Take a step back and be like, this dude is going through some shit. Uh, yeah, but you know what? That is, that's a great point. And now that you mentioned that, I remember that I was reading um, something about what, uh, Zach. I think it was Zach Efron. About, yeah, uh, because uh, like this... they release a, I don't know. He, there was a picture or he's in something new or whatever. And he looks like, I, I don't know, like a, like a person. Like he just, like he not, looks like a person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and not... still a hot person. <laughs> like a, yeah, I've like seen a, that photo. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, he's let himself go. And I was like, hang on. That's still the jacked, most jacked person that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I don't even know what's people. Cause like, cause I kept hearing about this like dad bod that like, Oh yeah. Like he's, he, he's gaining a little bunch of weight. Da, 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 and I looked at the photo and I was like, he's a, he's so attractive. I don't understand. <laughs> what, are you, what, are, what are people even looking at? And then it was like released later that like these, these are like impossible standards for people to achieve. Yeah. Like these, these, especially within these superhero universes, it's hugely like, uh, these guys are maintaining diets that are unreasonable. They're, it, it's literally their whole lifestyle is them having that body 
And that can't be so. That cannot be so. Okay. It's not great when it happens to women and it's not great when it happens to men. Okay. Just across the board, let's all calm down. (laughs) Yeah. Like Zach Efron, if he took his uh, shirt off at a pool, you, if that was somebody's dad who took their shirt off and looked like that, you'd be like, that is the most jacked dad I have ever seen the in my pool life. Would take pause. Okay, there would <laughs> be there would for? be one one last splash and then silence for everybody staring at this man. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. The, the, yeah. the pool would go up by three inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I don't. Yeah, um, I will say though that this movie uh, is. I think probably the best representation on film that I've seen of dealing with defeat and loss. Like, I mean, best is probably a stretch, but like um, that first kind of 40 minutes, half hour or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. where it's just the heroes defeated sitting in their defeat and misery and trauma. uh, It's, it's great. Oh, it, it, it is, and also I found out this morning that I have a very low cry threshold <laughs> currently. <laughs> I don't know about you, man. I don't know if it's quarantine. Watching this movie, I, like, I don't even like Scarlett Johansson, and I started crying. Like, what the fuck? Like, there's so much going on, and you're just, I, oh, man, I'm a wuss. I, I, I. <laughs> uh, no, there's a few times in this that I teared up. How can you not? You spent like 10 years, 11 years, whatever it was with these characters, 21 movies. Um, fuck when f- fucking Spider-Man shows back up again. And oh like Tony's out. Like, Spy- but also Spider-Man. I don't know if, if I, I'm sure. I hope most people feel this way. Tom Hall, he's the best one. Yes. He's, he's the best Spider-Man. And he's honestly, like I just, I, I, I like him as an actor. I think if I met him, I'd like him as a person. Like he just seems, I, I just like it all. I like it all. Anytime he's on screen, I'm like, this is great. You're the kid that it there that this character is supposed to be. Okay. Yes. Like I'm tired of turning a blind eye and be like, oh yeah, this 30 year old actor totally tracks. Like that's not, <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Because yeah. he's, Hi he's everybody. I'm in like, high school. Yeah. He's, he's, he's older than a teen, but he, it's still, he still has that, that innocent, like I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it plays so much better. <laughs> um, the other big moment and tell me, I got to know, what was your reaction when Captain America gets Thor's hammer? Oh, so good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nerd boner right there. That that's is. A, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've se- I've seen um, people have posted online videos of like watching it in the theaters and just the the screams of joy that happen as that scene happen. It's it's like every time I see it, I get goosebumps and I te- like I tear up a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's because well, uh, it's because it, it's the payoff. We've paid for this with our time. Okay, it's, we've watched yes. all of the things, okay? We have all the backstory for why this is a huge freaking deal, okay? And we get to live that for for a minute or two. Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> looking at bitches. you. Oh, I'm telling you, not to go off on it too much, but I would say once every two weeks I have a phone conversation with my mother about how fucking mad she is about that. Yeah, it's, it's one of those <laughs> things that ruins the rewatch. 
Like you well, were saying. because she's somebody that buys it. You know what I mean? Like, my right. mom's old school. She buys the box set, okay? And she literally told me, she's like, I have the whole set, and I've been staring at the end. Like, she's like, I'm, I might throw it out. She's like, I've been staring at it. She's like, I know I'm not going to watch it again. She's just like, I, I, I might just get rid of it altogether. Can you imagine? Eight C- anyway, okay. It's <laughs> such, a, such an investment in time, and it would have been so disappointing. Like, I know people aren't, there are people who aren't happy with the endings that certain characters got. Captain America, I think, uh, being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't deny that they ended this well. Like the fact that you didn't like an ending for a character is uh, frankly amazing, considering yeah. all the moving parts in this thing. Um, absolutely crazy. Another couple uh, tear jerk moments for me was right off the the start that. Uh, that cold open where it's Hawkeye who I do not care mm-hmm. for as an Avenger, Avenger for the most part. Um, oh yeah. We should dive into that as soon as you're yeah. done. <laughs> but just him, damn. him just with his family. And then all of a sudden he just turns around and you don't see them disappear. You just see this flutter of the ash away and you know, you know exactly what's happened and it's fucking heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. that I think is the, I think that was a brilliant way to start that movie. Um, and also Scott Lang, Ant-Man, reuniting with his daughter, coming out and realizing what's happening, mm-hmm. and him running through that uh, memorial, finding his own name, not finding his daughter, seeing his daughter had aged uh, five years. She's like a teenager now. Like, it's phenomenal. Like, the the emotional beats that they have in that first, like, I guess it's probably the first hour, really. Oh, Before yeah, it's just chilling, together. dude, some of it. You know what I mean? And especially because, like, some of us have been in, like, not that this is the same thing at all, but, like, uh, a lot of us have either been in isolation or had these feelings of being completely disconnected from your world. You just watch that and you're like, yeah, like, shh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, actually, I will say this was a hard, a different rewatch now. Like, that's, that's one thing that I... I, I'm definitely taking away from this rewatch is it solidified the idea in my head that there is definitely a before COVID-19 movie mm-hmm. and there will be an after COVID-19 movie because I watched this originally as this fun thing where uh, contemplating, I mean, the end of the world is strong, but like a big thing that affects everybody was this distant uh, kind of concept used for a movie. Yeah. And now it's just, it hits a little closer to home. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. Were parts. I was like, oh, it's a little rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what I, mean? I miss my friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Like, ah, uh, yeah. 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 Honestly, I can understand, I would say, most of the motivations throughout this movie. I can understand Thanos' motivation. I can understand the hero's motivations. Um, but one person that I cannot really, like, like, I, I get it, but I don't agree with it. Hawkeye, man, he just goes rogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, so let's dive into Hawkeye for a second. So he gets out there, and he just decides that he is the law now. Uh, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to take out, I'm going to take my frustration out and just, like, mass murder people that I uh, either know or assume, I think, is maybe a better word, criminals. Um that's probably 
he I think he has like the darker timeline in the sense or like the darker unravel. Although I've never I've never watched him and enjoyed him. So I that might also taint my feeling. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way where I'm like, oh Hawkeye, that's kind of cool. Mm. He's got arrows. Like I, we we fucking like arrows. Uh but Jeremy Renner in a lot of things I just find unlikable. I don't hate him. I'm just like, I don't care. And especially when you've got like Crims Hemsworth and Chris Evans doing these phenomenal uh, performances as Captain America and Thor and Robert Downey Jr. Even I know we're supposed to be defending the villain and I'm supposed to hate, but like, whatever. Uh, This is our hundredth episode. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, (laughs) It's just become so hard to like Hawkeye with all these other people around. Yes, absolutely. He is, um, he's very, he has no charm to him. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, that's it. And like, there's that, um, just, just his general demeanor and his relationships with people and how he did. I always just in my mind, not that I don't think he has place in the universe or that he's, I just think he's one of the more irredeemable characters. So I always kind of put him in the slot of you're, you're a villain, but you have some morals. Yeah. And it's interesting that, you know, he kind of goes rogue and like kills criminals or whatever. And we're just like, yeah, well, what do you expect? He lost his family. Uh, But he's attacking people who aren't responsible for his family going away. You know, like if it was, yes, it feels misplaced. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, Oh, uh, uh, my family got disappeared by a fucking, uh, star God with powerful gems who can make any wish come true. Mm -hmm. Who wiped out half the universe. Therefore I'm going to go fuck up this Coke dealer with a sword. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's a bit of a leap. Yes. Yes. And it's one that we're, and I think it's something we see in movies time and time again, where it's like, it's okay that this is happening to these people because we as a society consider them criminals. And it's like, yes, "Mm." (laughs) I think, I think there's somewhere in between just letting these people do whatever the fuck they want and literally murdering them in the street. There's another path we could take here. There's somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. He's uh, kind of, so, and on the topic of Hawkeye, the Hawkeye black widow, Soul Stone, one of them's got to go. What did you think? That choice made sense to me. What, that uh, Black Widow would go? Yeah. That, okay. that that absolutely, it makes sense to me. I like that there was a struggle too, so they're both morally, like, we try. you know what I mean? They both tried to make it them. Um, but it makes it makes more sense to me, not in the sense of, like, who I was rooting for. Like I I would prefer if black widow was not the one, obviously if we're going to kill off a character. Okay. But as far as her time, as far as her storyline goes and everything that's happened with her or anything, anything that she's gone through and the fact that, um, she, if they're successful, she knows Hawkeye's going back to a family. That's, Eh, I could kind of, I, that try that, that works for me. I agree. I I felt the same way. And like, I I mean, I understand it from the aspect of like, I know some people were unhappy with that choice because it seemed like they're just icing um, one of the only female characters in the entire franchise. 
uh, to serve a male character, you know? Um, but oh, I also I feel like, like it's it... earned and kind of completed her arc through it all, too. Yeah, but, well, for me, it made her one of the ultimate heroes. Right, she's the one willing to make the sacrifice. Yes, and which, it, honestly, uh, it made sense that it was a woman for me. Which, yeah. <laughs> which, you know what? If Scarlet Witch had just fucking ponied up and been like, I guess Vision's dead now, none of this would have happened. Oh, uh, dude, we, we don't thing. Oh. We don't sacrifice one person for... Uh, for for the greater good. What are you talking about? You just did. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine You're doing that constantly? <laughs> can you? Uh, that's a real tough conversation. Scarlet Witch is going to have to have. You know what I mean? Dude, uh, for me, you know what's crazy? Me every time Captain Marvel shows up, I'm like, you are just a one. There's something too powerful. To- She's yes. too powerful for this movie. Yes. I kept thinking, I'm like, I don't understand why she was written this way. It's to me, it's it, it's so much. It's well, I mean, I think part of it is practicality. So Captain Marvel came out right before this movie, so Marvel didn't know how popular or successful they were going to be. Mm. And I think because they were currently filming uh, Endgame and weren't really sure how uh, Captain Marvel was going to end that Mm -hmm. I think it's very hard to tie them in together. Um, But hot damn, is that a huge plot hole? So first of (laughs) all, uh, she's overpowered and everything. She just shows up at the end and is like able to take out a whole ship by herself. could easily defeat Thanos one-on-one. Secondly, the, the, we know that the Avengers are in contact with her the pretty much the entire time. So Mm -hmm. we know that we can get a message to her about, look, this is what we're planning for a time heist. And the other thing that is so fucking stupid is they sent on the same. I understand the team needs to break up. I understand they need to go to different ways, but they sent the two non super powered heroes together alone to retrieve one stone True. Like fucking put a Hulk on that team, you know, <laughs> or call Captain Marvel and get her to go with them. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like putting all the weakest eggs in one basket is such a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, I didn't even track that part. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you've she- got an arrow and a pistol, not even a rifle. Like within. <laughs> Like just a regular human pistol. That's all. Uh, that's all Black Widow has. That's it. And an arrow. We're gonna send you to an alien planet. Neither of you have been to space before, or if you did, it was once to kill Thanos. And like, Captain Marvel could have walked in there and picked it up. She would have been the fuck you, Red Skull. I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, man. She's too. Po- she's just too powerful. Absolutely. Although now that I'm talking about it, I'm like Captain Marvel was maybe one of the the lower end movies for me. Um, I still enjoyed it. And I really, there were large parts of it that I, I would still rewatch it. I don't think it's a terrible movie, but there was just this streak of um, like, I'm like, I get it. We're women. We're strong. Like it, it was just like that whole montage of like small, so that her as a small child getting back up. I'm like, Oh, we are 
We are not subtle with this metaphor, team. Okay, we're not being subtle at all. And no. I would just have liked perhaps a little more subtlety to that message. Because to me, you kind of start, when you reduce it to something that's small, you reduce the whole thing, right? Mm. Like, you watch her get back up after being shoved down. Well, could we have maybe some dialogue or a better metaphor here than her physically getting pushed down and then getting back up? <laughs> Could we write in something with a little more subtlety? I could be. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. That's a, such a yeah, weird. I think for me, when I watched Captain Marvel, I was just like, I feel like I'm tired of superheroes. Mm. Like, yeah, that could also be it. Like, honestly, I went into Infinity War being like, I have watched so many of these movies. Thank <laughs> God that at the end of this, it's all going to be wrapped up. And uh, I'm not going to have to watch anymore. And then it, Infinity War ended with a snap. And I was like, well, I guess I'm in for the next three at the very least. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. Daddy's got to watch his stories. Quiet. Kids. <laughs> Daddy's uh, got to watch his stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This it is, really does feel that way. It's a soap opera, right? Yes. It's like, I don't want to watch uh, Dr. Strange. But I'm going to because I need to know where the time stone is. And if I don't, I'm going to feel like an idiot. <laughs> I think uh, Captain Marvel or uh, sorry, Captain America's story. I The only thing that I ever I ever question on is I'm like, how when you're that hot, that famous, that in the face of the public, you haven't found one other woman. That's like, oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's his character. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, and I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, I'm heartless. I, I Or maybe, I don't know. But, like, that always plays so weird to me where I'm like, guys, come on, come on. Well, I mean, he had Bucky, right? Like, that's the, that's on, that's written, that's there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he found another woman because he doesn't want to find another woman. You know? Mm. You know what well, I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, all I'm saying is, is that must've been some hella good pussy. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's what we're trying to get down to here. You know what I mean? We're cutting through the bullshit on this podcast. Yeah. This fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give up iPads. I'm going <laughs> to give up flying tanks, uh, being like uh, held up as a God in my timeline. And I'm going to go back to the 1940s to uh, dance with a lady. It was kind of nice. I know some people who don't like it, but. Oh, no. I mean, like, I, it's fine for, I always just found it so cheesy. <laughs> but he is kind of, Captain America is cheesy. He is. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I, I'm here for it. I like him. He's good. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was kind of like him and uh, Tony Stark's movie, basically. It's like, this mm-hmm. is, this is the sun set on them. I'm glad we're getting more Thor movies because, uh, Sweet Jesus, they only picked up on the third one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnarok's so good. Yeah, yeah, check that one out. That's a must-watch for sure. But um, I don't know. I think Thanos, um, I, I'll double down on it. Okay. I think it's because he wiped out Tony Stark. Tony Stark has caused more problems in the MCU than he's solved. Mm. Uh, good for him. Glad to see him go. Not really. But like <laughs> the premise of this podcast says... I imagine the world is going to have so many fewer problems now that there's not a Tony Stark in it. Even Uh, after Tony Stark dies, as we figured out in Spider-Man, he's still causing problems. That's true. Yeah. From beyond the grave. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. What a. Uh, I know I already said it, but what a real jump for me to watch that movie before this one. <laughs> Everything, man. I was like, oh. Yeah. God. Bit of the bit of the emotional. Uh, uh, yeah. It was like honestly, it was like watching up. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like I was watching up. I was like, oh, so we're just starting with the saddest shit then. Okay, great. <laughs> Fucking great. Oh, my God. I mean, if I was going to if I was gonna cap on Thanos, I, I, here's what I'm going to say. Okay, do I think Thanos was right? No. Okay, but I am a human being, and I like my other human being people. Do I think if I was to die to get snapped outs the way? Absolutely sign me up, please and thank yous. Uh, sounds like a great way to go to get snapped and just, oh, you're brilliant, brilliant, yeah. absolutely. Um, but you can see where he's thinking, and you can, you, and he's not coming, his, his, his idea, he's not coming from a place where he believes he's evil and a, and you can see where his logic line is. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And a clear stopping point, which is something you don't see in other villains. You don't yes. see that. Like I've conquered Gotham city and now the world mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's I've conquered Gotham city. I lay down my sword and I walk into the woods. Yes. Like you never see that. And that's exactly what Thanos did. And I keep coming back to this, but his goal is ultimately to create a better universe, right? It's just that he is willing to make the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Other people don't. So if you come at it from the perspective of what he does, does create a better universe. And you're like, but you have to rev- put it in reverse for a bit in order to get there. You know, like we've gone down the wrong road. Now you got to reverse back and correct course. Yeah. But the, ah, it's like, it should never be one person's decision is my problem. Yeah, that's true. But it, <laughs> it shouldn't be one person's decision ever. And as soon as you put yourself in that position, then you are, you're essentially like claiming yourself as some sort of God. Yeah, I just, I mean, it really comes down to, I think, I don't think he should do it at all either because I'm a human and I like humans. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get you to admit that he, yeah. <laughs> but it really comes down to whether or not that would be successful. Like, I think a, a, mm-hmm. a bigger refutation of Thanos would be um, anything you ever try, there's always going to be suffering in the, the universe or the universe will always reach its own balance or you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the premise of what you're doing is inherently flawed, but they never take Thanos down that way. They go, yeah, what he did kind of worked. It's just at a price that we're not willing to pay. Yes. And in his mind, um, by getting rid of half of the lives, he is in fact, over time saving so many more. Yeah. It's a, it's a super defensible position, but like it's such a terrible consequence. It's an easy villain to root against. Yes. Is the, I've never is the honestly, part. even through the scope at no point in the movie where I was like, yes, Thanos, get him, <laughs> get him, boy. You know what I mean? No, no. But, but especially with the lie about like how nature's coming back, these sorts of things, you can kind of sit there and go, yeah, all right. <laughs> 
you know, I didn't like it at first, but now that we all have more room and air and there's, <laughs> we're not competing for resources, mm-hmm. minimum wage has gone up because <laughs> the value of human capital has increased. Uh, it's like the black, the black death, the plague, right? It's like standard of living went through the roof after that. Cause there weren't enough people to do the jobs. You had to pay them more to do it. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think, uh, it's a hard sell for me still. <laughs> Yep, hard sell, but if it's not in my own universe, then I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's when you take that step back. It's, yes, uh, in, yeah. within the fake universe, this is defensible. Within our own, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. This is a comedy podcast, everybody. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> we are Canadian Podcast Award winners for best comedy, not for best uh, shit you should take seriously and take a social policy. Uh, <laughs> take a social policy is good, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Please don't do that. Oh, my God. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Avengers Endgame or 20, 21 movies, 10 years of 21 fucking... 21 movies? Right? No. No, I... No, I think we we did it. We, we've talked about it. I'm, I didn't even listen to our... Did you go... Did you listen to our... Um, our last Avengers podcast as a as a revamp for this one. Uh, I didn't actually. Uh, I definitely did at the time. I can't even remember what our last one was. Was it? I think we did a bonus on um, Age of Ultron. Oh no, sorry. It just meant like literally like how our second episode was Avengers. Oh no, I don't want to listen to us hum and ha and try and I, figure out what the fuck we know about anything. Uh, <laughs> I convinced myself. I was like, no, I'm not going to listen to it because I don't want it to taint my opinions. For t-. But the real reality was I, I was like, I don't want to listen to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, anybody listening, uh, you don't need to. This isn't a completionist sort of thing. You no. don't need to go all the way back. No, 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 Let's no. Just, uh, this is the definitive take on Thanos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our oh, capstone. My um, God. Yeah, so I guess uh, maybe time to give our definitive rankings of how good Thanos is. That's time. Okay, so I did the board game scale because I was like, I was on games. Here we go. Games. So uh, from Candyland to Risk, I give Thanos a monopoly because he is literally tearing families apart. I like it. I feel like that could also be applied to uh, risk, uh, but yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> we weren't a big risk family in my in my house. Yeah, uh, for sure. I like it. Uh, so I did the, uh, for mine, I did the, um, the uh, permanently snapped scale, uh, a.k.a. the the MCU recast me scale. Uh, so from Hugo Weaving's uh, Red Skull um, all the way up to uh, uh, Terrence Howard's Rhodey, uh, I am giving Thanos an Edward Norton's Hulk uh, because he di- did some interesting things and really wasn't all that bad if you think about it, but probably for the best that we are done with him is my take on Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, well, as always, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, there's a couple of ways that you can support the co- podcast. Um, if you're interested in extra content, hit us up on Patreon. Patreon dot com slash villain was right. Yeah, she said (laughs) confidently. Um, 
We have several tiers. Even if you want to just throw us a buck, that's super chill. Love it. Um, we've got bonus episodes. You can vote on episodes. Jaws was an audience choice. So if you want to get in on that and get us to do some weird stuff on this podcast, get on to Patreon. You're going to love it. You're going to enjoy yourself. we got a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, and Harley Quinn, uh, second bonus episode for the month is uh, coming out either last week or this week. I can't remember, uh, but it's there. So check it out. And if you just want to get in touch with us or just interact with us, um, uh, you know, on social media and whatnot. Oh, God, we're on there. You, you wouldn't believe how on there we are. Uh, we are on Twitter at uh, VWR Podcast. Um, Facebook, The Villain Was Right. Uh, you can also email us if you have movie suggestions, uh, stuff that you want to see, uh, critiques of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> how good we are. Uh, you can hit us up by email, uh, villainwasright at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's that's it, man. And, and uh, I, I think I'm just going to, this is episode 100. Let's just take a minute to thank you for listening right now yeah thanking everybody who's listened uh for 100 episodes oh my god uh it's been a lot of fun um it's been fun talking to you guys it's been fun um seeing what you're interested in on patreon and stuff like that and uh yeah it's a it's just really it's been great. a real treat yeah I, I, although i you know <laughs> halfway through that i was like i feel like we're going off the air <laughs> like yeah no no this real is just pleasure everybody you know we're gonna be back next week because i'm <laughs> I, yeah, I cannot stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also a big thank you to, uh, I feel like 100 episodes is a good way to, our producers, uh, Andrew and Diana and the From yes. Superheroes Network. Um, 100 producers episodes. Producers extraordinaires. The only, the only reason why we sound the way we sound <laughs> is because Andrew came out after our first one and was like, here's everything you did wrong. <laughs> We're like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Work on it. Somebody knows what um, we did wrong. <laughs> especially thank you for uh, sorting out all this fucking technology uh, shit uh, for recording remotely and everything like that. Like it's, it's all beyond me. Um, right now my cat is picking apart, uh, some, some wires and shoving them <laughs> underneath the door, which I'm sure the microphone is picking up. So Andrew's going to have to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> all the kind of shit, uh, <laughs> you can't have. So thank you everyone who's listened, everyone who's supported the podcast. Happy 100 everybody. And now it's time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. Yes. What do you got uh, for us this week, Greg? Uh, okay, so um, I guess this uh, goes well. So this, so regular listeners have probably heard of my Craig Fay versus technology. <laughs> uh, it has had many... Um, it has had many uh, uh, versions, many sequels. And in particular, I have been struggling... Uh, with getting the Wi-Fi to work in my apartment. This has been a chronic thing. Um, I've tried literally everything and running wires, all the stuff. That's actually the wire that my cat is currently picking at is the Ethernet cable that's running in my office. <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, uh, the other day I was just eating lunch and I came across this video on YouTube and it was like this tech channel. And the video was they had their uh, their technology uh, girl, right? And they had their science guy. And they were calling each other. So like one was like a technology writer and one's like a science okay. writer, right? And they did this video where they, they came together and the technology girl was like, I can't get Wi-Fi to work in my apartment. 
Like I'm technologically savvy, but there's all these dead spots and all the rest. And the science guy was like, we're going to help you figure it out. And I was like, yum, yum, yum. This is perfect <laughs> yeah. for me. You know what I mean? Like this is exact using science to figure out a problem that's been bugging me forever. I was like, this is like heroin into my veins. I'm going to watch the whole thing. So they go through this whole thing where they have an app that is looking at how uh, electromagnetic radiation like hits and reflects off walls and all the rest. And they create this like 3D heat map of her apartment. And then they do is they, they get her to go through and they like tape off a grid and she goes around and gets like real readings every two meet, like every two feet. So it's like, it's showing this map and they're like, oh my God, look at this. Look at how well the, the model matches up with this. And I was like, yes, yes, this is everything I need to solve this problem. And then they go, so is that going to help you a lot? And she goes, I'll be honest, I'm moving next week. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I was like, all that work is for nothing. And then this is the piece de resistance. You know how like they run the credits and there's, then there's kind of like they're talking over top of it or whatever. And then the science guy goes, by the way, uh, if you just were wondering how I've been working from home uh, since all this started... Uh, I couldn't get my Wi-Fi to work either, so I just ran an Ethernet cable to my office. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> the irony of, like, I feel so vindicated That's for not so being funny. able to figure all this shit out because even when you think it through, it's still just run a cable. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I laughed so hard at that. I ran into the office and I showed Kat. She's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, That's that was so me. great. That's oh my, my hero God. of the week kind of Craig uh, versus technology. <laughs> Plus that, that whole story sounds like there was just a beam of light coming from your computer and like these songs <laughs> of angels. You know what I mean? Like that seems like it's so much up your alley. That's crazy. Oh my <laughs> and, God. I love yeah, that. <laughs> it was like a hand on the shoulder being like, it's fine. It's, it's a scene yeah. from uh, uh, goodwill hunting. It's not your fault. It's yeah. not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my what it God, was for that's me. so great. Uh, what um, do you got, Rebecca? Oh, me. I, I honestly, I'm just feeling emotional because it's our hundredth episode. So I am going to make my hero of the week you, Craig. And I do apologize oh. for how sappy that is, but it's how I feel. You created this podcast, you came up with the idea, you got me on board, and you've just sincerely become one of my very best friends. And I don't know if that would have happened without this. I know we would have been friends, and we were friends before that, but I just feel like we've created such a bond, and I just wanted to say, I love you, man. That's really... <laughs> Oh, we have, really we have nice. such a low threshold now. It's, it's zero. It's zero. Uh, oh, that is really nice. Um, I, I'm so glad you went second. Uh, <laughs> when you said you go second, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll go second. I yeah, that's, go second. that's good. Um, I, I will say uh, that... I'm not going to look at you. I'm just not going to look at you. I'm just going to do this. No, but you so... I feel like an ass now because you so honestly should have been my hero of the week. How did I not (laughs) think of that? No, 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 Uh, no. no, no. I'm so glad. (laughs) So I am going to tack one on, which is... uh, This has been a hero of the week before, uh, but I'm going to say it again, which is um, back when we were first doing this podcast, we were invited to do uh, Tracy Hamilton's show um, 
love is everywhere. That's right. And we had to get up on stage and our assignment was saying nice things about each other. And it was, it was so nice. It was, it really was, uh, was so wonderful. And yes, Rebecca, um, uh, I I was also thinking about how how great it is that how how we've grown this podcast has grown our friendship it's grown our professional working relationship, um, which is great. Like you know, a couple times during this uh, pandemic, we've hopped on a call with each other and been like, "Listen, buddy, I just need to <laughs> I just need to, to yell at someone." <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic. So thank you for being a fantastic co-host, great friend. One hundred episodes. Here's to a hundred more. Then we're calling it two hundred. <laughs> Then Fine. we've run out of movies. <laughs> uh, oh, getting all emotional on this one. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, Rebecca, where can people grab you? Where can they get in touch? At Rebecca Reads, as always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit me up at, at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you've, heard me, uh, you've heard me talk about my video series uh, on YouTube. Go find it there. Craig Fay Builds a Clock. And uh, that's been us, 100th episode of The Villain Was Right. Uh, next week, episode 101, which we're going to just stop keeping count after this. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Moana, the Disney Moana. So we're going we're gonna to finally tackle that one. And until then, this has been The Villain Was Right, uh, reminding you to get it right the first time. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>